Hello folks, welcome to Indigenous, an Indian sports podcast. We are a bunch of passionate sports fans from India and uh, we thought of doing this podcast uh, to just talk about Indian sports, uh, all sports, but especially the ones which are usually not covered. And uh, yeah, we'll just be discussing uh, Indian athletes and their performances, the future prospects, upcoming talents. Yeah. My name is Sarath and here are my friends. Uh, hey guys, uh, this is Charan. Uh, yeah, I'm also an avid sports lover. I'm really excited to be Hi, this is Bihari, an avid sports lover and obviously uh, happy to bring you this whatever we can. And uh, yeah, this, this is our first uh, podcast and uh, today we thought uh, we'll talk about Indian badminton a bit. Like badminton has been in the news in this month because there have been some major tournaments. So we thought we'll just discuss how Indians fared, what they can do. Uh, so, Sarit, uh, what? So, what is the current situation of a badminton, Indian badminton? Like, how many athletes have qualified for Olympics? Like, what are the chances for us getting a Olympic medal? As Tokyo 2021. It's very close. Yeah, indeed. It's it's a very exciting time, indeed. Uh, and the thing is that due to the pandemic, uh, there's been a huge disruption in the badminton schedule. In fact, till Jan, there has been no major tournament after uh, after March, I think, when tournaments stopped. So the qualification process has become a little complicated. Some tournaments had to be shifted here and there. And I think the final uh, decision is that There'll be a few more tournaments this year, uh, starting with starting with the tournaments in Thailand this month, which happened already, and they'll go mm-hmm. on till around May, which would end with the India Open, uh, which will be a tournament in India. So that's hopefully good for Indian badminton. Yeah, hope uh, we get some or like by that time we hope we already have the Olympic bets confirmed. But if not, then Indian Open India Open will be a big boost for our athletes and I, from what I read like in the news I think uh, Sindhu has already qualified and also uh, Sai Pranith the men singles uh, he has also qualified and Satvik and uh, Chirak the men's doubles pair they have qualified or at least they are in a position to qualify based on their current uh, seedings and ranking and the other players need to yeah. fight for their spots yeah, yeah, yeah. So going by the rules, I think Sindhu and Sai Pranith have a clear, clear-cut qualification based on their uh, seeds, which they should be in the top 16 in singles. So they are clearly within 16. But no one else is guaranteed yet, like a berth. And in doubles as well, like Satvik and Chirag, like you said, they're yeah, they're as good as confirmed to participate as long as nobody gets injured and hopefully everything goes well. Uh, but yeah, the others are still yeah not confirmed. Okay. So. What are the prospects uh, of, uh, like, you think, like, uh, from Indian badminton point of view? Like, uh, do we have some medal hopefuls or is it too too early to predict this? Yeah. So, yeah, I think, so based on what I've seen, uh, I'm very excited about uh, the doubles team in particular because we haven't had a good doubles team yet. So, yeah, really excited for Satvik and Chirag. And in fact, Satvik and Ashwini have also done quite well in the recent tournament. So I think they are also new contenders. Bihari, what do you think? Yeah, no, like 
obviously obviously uh, going going by their ranking i i would say that they have been doing well and and especially like before uh, you know 2020 actually in 2019 uh, all of these players that we are talking about they they performed well in some of the some of the tournaments i guess um, i think i think i think in paris they qualified for like finals and then and then in, in thailand i think they won basically satvik and chirag the doubles pair which you mentioned mm-hmm. so basically they have they have been up against the best and they have done well uh, right before you know the bad the badminton scene scene closed actually in in march 20. so yeah yeah the the trends have been good the trends have been good but uh, uh, do you guys like uh, you know make note of uh, you know in any th- particular thing in in thailand open like was was that show uh, actually good enough or 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 bad enough or like where, where do you guys rank that india's performance in the recently concluded thailand open yeah well yeah well, well maybe we can uh, go like with like singles first because i guess most most of us are already uh, popular uh, most of us are already well versed with the singles uh, players so mm-hmm. yeah uh, first maybe sindhu like she's already had an olympic medal so like, she has already proven herself so i think i think sindhu is still considered uh, a prospect by default because she won the last olympic silver mm-hmm. uh, but i think uh, there have been some ups and downs in her form uh, mm-hmm. and in fact i think in the recent uh, in the last few tournaments she has had some shock defeats as well to some yeah. lower ranked players she is still not at her best uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, she is the clear, clear threat because we all know that she delivers when it matters the most and she's she's in fact won the world championship i guess in 2019 yeah, um, yeah in fact if like you said if if the pandemic didn't disrupt things i think our contingent was looking quite strong for the 2020 olympics mm-hmm. based on their form in 2019 but sadly they've lost almost like a year of practice and form so now it's more like an even field like all the players are out of touch they have to start working they start from square zero i think mm-hmm. also especially this fitness levels of these players um not in only in badminton but in all sports uh they have dropped due to this uh, pandemic and they need to figure out ways to train themselves and keep themselves fit um so i think there's like a lot of chance for injuries as well and this is something i think the players need to take care uh with like big events coming yeah in fact uh, srikanth i think had a small injury in the first tournament and he couldn't yeah. continue despite winning the first match yeah it is to uh, like yeah i think kachup also got injured no uh, he pulled out of his match or something yeah 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 i so i was in, in fact surprised to see his name back there in the tournament and he's he's also coaching saina yeah he, he must be busy time for him yeah, yeah playing and coaching i mean <laughs> very tough yeah. yeah uh so i recently read a article on uh, about Uh, about Pulera Gopichan like our chief coach uh talking about uh, Satvik and Chirag and he was really bullish about their chances like he said like they are one of the uh, top medal contenders uh, and they will bring a medal uh, to India in du- in doubles for the first time uh, uh what do you think about that Yeah, 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 yeah. Like for example, I think all the other nations they've somehow like they've been strong in both singles and doubles. Uh, mm-hmm. Like let's say China, Indonesia, 
or Japan or Korea. But for India, somehow we still know there's a clear gap in doubles. So I'm quite happy that doubles has become mainstream now, thanks to both of them. So I think hopefully there'll be a bigger following for doubles, like it's already there in other countries. And uh, based on the way they play, I think uh, they're both very attacking players and uh, they're both both calm and aggressive, like a rare combination. Like their body language is quite good. They're confident with their shots and they keep encouraging each other. Yeah, based on what I've seen, they and they've actually beaten some of the best players without showing any nerve uh, mm. in the final stages. So, which is, I think, very important in a medal match. You know that the gold medal or the bronze medal is at stake. It's a must-win match. When things get tight at the end. In fact, Satvik I'm particularly impressed by because he's just 20. And yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah the be, amount of uh, calmness he shows on the court is amazing. Uh, I think like in the 2019 uh, Thailand Open final, which they won, they have uh, beaten the world champions at that time. Uh, and no one expected them to win there. So I think it would have uh, boosted their uh, confidence and motivation. And as you said, like, it would have, it would have given them like uh, the mindset to go and win big matches which is really important when you compete in olympic medal matches for example and yeah in fact at that time they were just like they were even much younger like so i think it's been a big learning curve for them and that was like their first big uh, success and since then i'm sure they've even improved uh, their game is still developing they're quite both quite young chirag mm. is 22, Satvik was 18 and 22 when they won. Now they're still 24 and 20. So, yeah. in fact, I think it kind of, they if they, let's hope they keep playing and not just in this Olympic, they have a long road ahead. Yeah, I hope so. What's with the, what's with the coaching in badminton? Like, uh, whenever I read about stuff, uh, usually the coach, like, there's always issues of players having with their coaches. For example, like right now, like Sindhu is not training with uh, Gopi as the mentor or the coach. Like she, she trained in London and then we saw a dip in her form. Uh, also, like Satvik and Chirag, they just got a new coach uh, who is a Danish player. Uh, I think Matthias Bo, um, he was a medal winner also at the Olympics. Uh, do you think like Changing this uh, coaching system around the players is impacting their form. Or I think uh, this is something that needs to be sorted out. I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a, it's actually a very important question. Given uh, that the Olympics is just six months away, I think uh, usually the competition at the, like maybe the top ten is quite cutthroat, and all players are eager to get the best out of themselves in these few months. So I think it's natural that they want that extra help from their coaches. And uh, we, from the athlete's point of view, like the Olympics only happens once in four years. And if you miss a chance, yeah, if you miss a chance now, you have to wait four more years. In fact, he, there's been a five-year gap due to the pandemic. So I think especially someone like Saina, for example, she's this could be her last big shot. So mm. I think they don't want to leave anything to chance. Yeah, that's why I think we see a lot of shuffling, bringing in new coaches. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think like just just to add to that, actually, like like Sarath mentioned at the beginning, like there has been a lot of tournament which has been stuffed, you know, like which as a as a qualifier to Olympics. 
so basically i i, I guess now would be a, a right time to change the coach if you have something like that in mind because it would give you you know enough match experience with your coach which which i think is 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 something which is important before you know like just you so that you you build that bond you build that understanding your coach understand you 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 know what your coach is coach is expecting from you basically so so i i guess now now is a good time of uh, uh, like you know having that four five or maybe eight ten tournament experience before uh, olympics will be will be good will be good yeah yeah in fact uh, if uh, if you remember uh, sindhu i think was uh, runners up or like she was quite close to winning the world championship and couldn't do it but mm-hmm. when she changed her coach it kind of worked she finally won that gold medal which was yeah. like a big moment for the whole country yeah. yeah and it was i think we need to give credit to her coach as well so let i mean yeah coaching i think is like it's it could be the difference between winning a gold or a silver or winning a silver or a bronze in those final moments i think the effect of the coach in keeping the player calm it's like quite important no no that's in fact i think uh, for example satvik and chirag and also the entire doubles uh, teams i think they'll be benefiting from mathias bo like chan mentioned danish player who's who's now retired so i think one of the main reason for bringing him in is to get that mental edge uh, because you know in those dying moments it's not about uh, better practice better technique better skill it's just about keeping that composure and playing your natural game so someone who has already experienced like mathias he's he's a he's a great player himself so he must be having a lot of experience at that stage one of the main reasons for bringing him him in now is to get that mental edge i i was just wondering we haven't covered like uh, you know the the mixed double uh, scenario for like indian olympics uh, what 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 is the chances of satvik and ashwini is there yeah so as far as i understand uh, the the scenarios are quite complicated mainly because they've frozen the rankings and points as of the end of covid so we are not really sh- uh, sure like how many points would be accumulated in these few months but these are the crucial few months so uh, just to give an idea i would say that uh, sindhu and sai pranit have qualified like charan said and the mm-hmm. rest of them they have a few more tournaments uh, i think feb is like a complete break from major tournaments at least so all the players have a good chance to yeah like catch up like learn from what they what they didn't get right in thailand get those final few points so mm-hmm. in case of satvik and ashwini at least their form seems to be quite good uh, based on the results i saw they were very tight matches in the uh, tournaments in thailand and they managed to win maybe it's a good combination of uh, young energy and experience ashwini has been on the circuit for for a long time so she yeah, must yeah. be having the experience to win those matches and satvik is full of energy in particular i'm very impressed with his smashing skills like his very yeah. powerful yeah i think if they continue like this uh, we we can send up to in fact the qualification is a little complicated based on country as well like yeah. each country can only send two uh, entries for each win singles right yeah each each category yeah in for example even in mixed doubles it's only two even if there let's say three chinese teams who are like 1 2 3 only two of them can get a direct so yeah it's uh, there's a lot of complication in the scenarios but i think for now the players at least i think there's there's enough uncertainty due to the pandemic so i think their focus would just be like 
play your best accumulate as many points as you can and make use of these tournaments and it ends at the india open so hopefully we'll have good news yeah i mean uh, imagine like we have a participant in all all the categories in the olympics i think that would be something awesome if we have two entries uh, it would be like out of the blue i think but we i think we have a good chance in a uh, women's singles to have two entries men's singles maybe yeah. men's doubles only one i don't think we have another shot maybe uh, i'm missing yeah. someone yeah. and also mixed doubles one entry uh, i think that's what yeah. yeah let's yeah that's i think the that's more or less what we expect right, as, at this stage also we have a women's doubles team uh, ashwini and sikki uh, they have also played in the recent tournaments but yeah i'm not sure uh, for example doubles has less entries as well like there are only 16 teams which will make the final cut in doubles whereas in singles i think it can go up to 38 so they have uh, more singles matches more singles entries spots so yeah i think i'm i don't think they'll be that close but yeah let's see if they can make the other one thing one thing i would be interested in knowing is that you know like uh, you know what are the other top 8 contenders in badminton doing and and you know like uh, how 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 is the head to head of our player against them so you know like like, like last time sindhu lost to marine and and you know like uh, basically other women player that uh, uh, chinese type the... player what's what's her name yeah taitsu ying yeah taitsu ying yeah and also yeah. japanese uh, players okuhara i think she's a big opponent for sindhu okay so, yeah i think um, at least i think sindhu is like the major challenge in women's uh, singles to these other players and uh, this in the last tournaments which happened in thailand the japanese and chinese players didn't take part yeah. so that was like a big blow for them as well as for the other players because like we don't know at what level they are at or you know what their tricks are if they've come <laughs> up with some new uh, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it was a long time, like one year. So yeah, they could have come up with something, but we didn't get to see them. And in fact, for Jap- Japan, I think it was very sad. One player tested positive just before their team departed to Thailand, the entire contingent, and hence okay. all of them had to drop out just because of one. Unfortunate. Yeah, that's that really sad. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, comparing with other players, I think uh, I'm a bit tense about women singles in particular because we have big medal hopes, like. we know sindhu already is a big contender and saina she is also a bronze medalist from 2012 and she has the experience to beat these players but uh, i have been watching the other matches a bit as well like carolina marin and taitsu ying yeah they've, yeah they've reached the finals of all the three tournaments so this this is very consistent and they are performing at a very high level so i think sindhu really needs to up her games sindhu and saina both of them uh, mm-hmm. to challenge them i hope they have enough yes. especially sarath did you did you see the the performance of carolina marine in final of thailand okay it was it yeah. was i think something else yeah yeah like she's come back from an injury in fact uh, i think an acl injury which i'm having something of an acl right now so i know how hard it must have <laughs> been for her uh, yeah but in fact like the way she's playing right now she's she's uh, jumping all around the court like landing yeah. on her injured foot without any uh issues confidence issues so she is a big 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 threat yeah she is she is a very big fighter like from what i see in her matches at least yeah she is she is in fact a fan of rafael nadal so 
she oh. that's where she gets her fighting spirit inspiration from so <laughs> you know what to expect yeah like she was full of energy actually i i saw that match and like i i was just scared actually cause cause that uh, sai taiju ying she is a good player and it, it was it was a rough day like she she was a bit off color but but like yeah. marine that the energy she showed and the aggression actually uh, you know like it, like yeah I, i i could remember the rio olympics final when she beat sindhu yeah. actually yeah just so just an update in fact taiju ying bounced back from that defeat today because uh, i was watching the last set of their world tour finals they reached the finals in the third straight tournament both of them oh. so and in the final today taiju ying managed to beat marin it was a very like a thriller thriller kind of finish and wow. uh, both were at a very high level yeah i am a bit scared of both actually <laughs> okay okay what about the men singles the the other can Uh, other players uh, you know top players like kento momota or, um... yeah, yeah in fact kento momota was the guy who tested positive in the japanese uh-huh. <laughs> because of him everyone had to drop out but uh, i have seen kento momota play uh, and i think i think for me he is like a strong i would say like i'm 80% sure he's going to win the gold because when he plays at his best he's just a league above the rest that's what i think but yeah srikant in fact has uh, he played in the world tour finals which was a big surprise because for him to qualify a lot of things had to happen uh, like some players dropped out and some weren't fit to play and stuff so and he reached uh, he played three setters against all the big players so uh, yeah it was like he's he's almost back to his best so i have good hopes from him at least to challenge the others if not momota i think okay. uh, with srikant what i observe is like when he plays big matches just uh, ups his game uh, i think that gives him like more motivation uh when he's competing against the best uh, uh yeah that that's some quality of shrikant i i really love what about uh, sai pranit that the singles contender yeah yeah i think sai pranit we know we know that he's qualified for the olympics so that's a given uh but i think uh, he's yet to like get back in full swing because uh, uh like he had he tested positive for covid i think in the middle of the tournament and even in in the first tournament i think he lost in straight sets uh, in a match he probably should have won not a tough player so i think he's really someone who we expect we know he's in, he's in the top 10 in the world right now uh, but he has he has not really turned up in these tournaments yet and uh, i think he might be losing some time now because of covid uh, it it's not just recovering from covid after that he has to get back to full fitness so hopefully he this month this this month of feb gives him enough time and i think for example srikanth has this confidence he has played against the best players and he has taken them to three sets if not winning against them but sai pranit has really lacked this match practice against the top top 10 players in the world so hopefully he'll recover in feb and in march we'll see him compete and get that match practice before the olympics yeah i think that's really important to have that uh, to play at that level for a while to get used to that uh, otherwise uh, it can just like smash you uh, if you're not yeah you don't expect that to happen like when you play with big players so i think you need to have that kind of match practice with the big players uh okay guys so i think we should conclude this podcast so finishing thoughts on our chances or what you feel about our badminton uh, 